On the last episode of Dice Funk. You come to the conclusion that this place may be simply undefendable. I sure hope you know what you're doing, Code. My poor, fragile, innocent son is in your stupid, dirty plane, and no one seems to know where he is. Oh my god. You're talking about Elias. You start leading uh, Sildiel Valamin across Mykonos, which is Elias's mother. Violet um, goes into the room with all like the uh, hunting camouflage and says, Swift, we need to like make ourselves up. And he went in to inspect a tunnel, which just whoever cast the spell did it wrong, and it collapsed on him. We didn't, we didn't think it was going to make it, but then all of a sudden, like, everything changed, and then huh. we found a door just down the tunnel. You come here, look at this fruit! Okay, 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 okay. She kisses you on the mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> Violet? Drop! You're not dead! Vinny runs up and hugs Drop forcefully. Drop is going to fuss when Vinny hugs him, bat her hands away and say, No, you don't touch me, you! Drop? Yeah. I'm sorry for being the one to demand that we didn't follow through on trying to save you. Let's go back to the Feywild. How would we get back to the Feywild from here, Mother? You have Dad's book, the one with the celestial writing in it. Yeah, I may have forgotten to mention we were pursued by a <laughs> rabid group, a crowd, if you will, of people who looked very angry in the streets. Four gnomes and four Kenku outside, and they're armed with uh, improvised weapons. Does calm emotions work through doors? As they feel the magic wash over them, they look around for the source of it, and they see you peeping through the window, and now they walk over to the window and they break it. <laughs> well, this was a bad idea. When I wasn't around you guys, I didn't have to kill anybody. And now I've been back with you for an hour, and already you need me to start killing again! Oh man, where do we even start, guys? Well, last time we left off in the middle of a pleasant field where there was no immediate threat of combat <laughs> happening at <laughs> any time, right? Everybody was having a good snack. Every like I, I, what happened was like every creature of every race is pouring <laughs> through one window <laughs> to murder us. It's a very diverse group, as I'm saying. So <laughs> at, le at least there's that. I mean. It's an integrated lynch mob. Right. Yeah. Someone knocked at the door, and instead of answering it and seeing what they wanted, Lavinia took the initiative to first attempt to killgrave their minds. Okay, first of all, they were not like, knock, knock, hello. They were like, super mad. They were being really angry. And failing that mind crush, she attempted to blow them up twice, which they didn't take particularly well. So uh, I've changed the map. I've gotten rid of the clue board so you guys could see the field of combat more clearly. But it's seven on nine. Okay. Uh, however, I don't think Sildiel, Valamin, or Judy are going to take part in this combat. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> I love the graphic. What is Judy's picture of? <laughs> I've, I used to have just generic uh, species icons for everyone listening. But the players can now see I've got, given people specific ones so they know who's who. I literally just searched Blue Kenku in Google, and I got uh, someone cosplaying uh, what appears to be a bluebird. Nice. So it's like a, this is like an actual furry costume <laughs> is what's in there. Okay. Ah. I, I have one question, because I, I genuinely can't remember from last time. Did we roll initiative, or did we not roll initiative? No. Okay. We're, that's going to be the thing we do in just a sec. Okay. I just want to make sure everyone understands the stakes here. It's seven on seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's four gnomes and three kenku. You don't know any of their names. They're armed with 
uh, improvised weapons. So two by fours, crowbars, hammers, bottles. You guys have all of your weapons. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not it's not the fairest fight, but who knows? Um. So two things happen before initiative rolls. One is Judy stands up, tumbles over the back of the couch in the lounge, and lands behind it. Uh, that is where she's going to hang out. She's not really interested in this fight. And Sildiel runs up to Elias and grabs him by the shirt sleeve and says, come on, let's go. Elias <laughs> is like, um, uh, go where, mother? We got we to gotta get out of here. The ruffians. <laughs> yes, and my friends are going to be in trouble if I don't stay and help them, mother. What are you going to do? Uh, how many people are in the room at the moment? <laughs> A lot. 16. First, don't get any more upset than you already are, mother. Watch your tone. Watch your tone. And, and second, uh, he points to the one that's closest to Violet and with a quick murmur, cast a uh, firebolt. Okay, so we're just, yeah. Oh, all right. This is happening. Oh. And that's this attack roll. is probably going to miss. Nope. These guys are not wearing armor, and the unarmored armor class is 10, so that hits. Okay, then. I was actually not expecting that to hit, and I forgot what the damage roll was for it, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take care of the damage roll while Elise just says, just says to them, if you know what's best for you, you shall leave now. There might have been a time that you could talk these dudes out of it, but not only did you try to blow them up twice, they also see a woman covered in jewelry of the highest quality and a, a wanted fugitive who just tried to mind fuck them and then... Listen, we all make mistakes. Yeah, we, we, we completely screwed this up in terms of diplomacy. This is on. Uh, but yeah, you shoot a fireball, it hits the dude in the chest, and he's like, whoa, magic? Uh, six damage against him. All right, I have my, my paper ready to take notes because there's a lot of math that's about to happen. Yes. But that happens, and Sildiel looks shocked. Um, and she actually takes like a step back, not quite in horror, but in definite, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with what just happened. So let us roll initiatives. Cool. Okay. A four. Seven. 17! But isn't Violent, like, knocked out? Yeah, she, she's on the floor. She's just prone. She'll have to use her action to stand up. Yeah. If if, if we're starting, then I'm using my action to stand. <laughs> yeah. Violet's first up. Uh, she uses her action to stand, and she is now standing. She says, back off! Because <laughs> she's kind of she's scared now, because she's not used to, like, having this many enemies. Um, Usually there's just, like, one criminal, and then she horse cops them. Yeah. All right. But anyway, that, that's my turn. So I'm up. All right, drops up next. All right, um, with a none-too-pleased expression on his face, at the whole situation, as opposed to the people invading the house, <laughs> Drop begrudgingly approaches um, the one, I guess, nearest Violet, the one uh, that was just fireballed, I suppose, and goes yeah. to attack. All right, roll them bones. I figure that's a hit. Ooh. Yeah, you punch that dude's soul out of his body with an 18. <laughs> <laughs> that was also for the audience, the one that Skitch set on fire. Yep. Okay, so these guys are not professional fighters. They're not mercenaries. <laughs> they're not assassins. They're not even adventurers in the D&D &D sense. They're just angry people. So this guy yep. gets hit with a fireball. He's all, like, scorched. And <laughs> fucking drop runs up and just, uh, I guess, lethal or non-lethal. It's going to be lethal. Oh my god! Yes. You said you want to kill anyone. <laughs> Things have changed for for a drop. It looks like. Oh my god! Drop caved that man's skull in. Is what happened. Okay. And that dude falls down dead, mm -hmm. dead as hex. 
If I use my martial arts, I get one unarmed strike as a bonus action. On what? <laughs> uh, do I not get? Can I not diagonalize against that guy? All right. So drop hits one dude, caves the skull, and turns to the other. He doesn't even have time to react. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Roll damage. This guy is untouched, so he's not gonna. Ooh. Eight damage. And you crack that dude across the face. He's still alive though. <laughs> uh, after drop, it's uh, it's friendly NPC's turn. So Jem runs up and puts that gnome in a headlock, <laughs> and then Isaac runs up and, with the skill of a practice hunter, drives the knife into his chest, killing the wounded gnome in a single blow. <laughs> We're killing so many people. There are now two dead bodies in this lounge. <laughs> How you feeling, heroes? <laughs> <laughs> I was down. Elias's turn. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to cast a spell at the moment. I'm simply going to spend most of my turns to sort of checking my equipment and then looking to uh, Sildiel and just sort of talking to her for his turn. Basically, look, it's a bit of a story, but I can explain it all after we're done with these, well, hooligans. She says, I don't even know who you are anymore. And she runs out of the room. Dramatic. And then at least we'll follow after. Oh, all right, Elias and Sildiel have exited the lounge. It is now Lavinia's turn. The ruffians roll a four on the initiative in case you're wondering why they haven't gone yet. Okay. It's not a great day to be a ruffian. <laughs> it's so it's bad. It's never a great day to be a ruffian. Are there any inside? No. No, the two who have were inside have now been summarily executed. Okay, the whoever's closest to coming inside, mm -hmm. I'm going to cast a Cement Whispers. It's a wisdom save. All right, they're not particularly wise. <laughs> Three? Oh, yeah, you done fucked up. They're not particularly anything. They're exemplary mediocre. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, roll your attack damage. Dissonant Whispers, for anyone who remembers, that's the spell Lavinia used during the ship heist to put Lovecraftian tentacles in the, into the mind of the guard captain. It's 14. 14. So he goes down, clutching his head, bleeding from his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Feel good about that. <laughs> Everyone's gonna sleep well tonight. All right, it's finally the ruffian's turn. Yes, let's do it. First ruffian runs into the room and he's gonna try to move past Violet and drop. So you guys both get opportunity attacks. Oh, okay. Is that just like with a weapon as well? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Oh my god, they're gonna murder themselves. So it's is it my turn now? No, I hold or on. You guys don't attack? get up. Shh, 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 shh. I'm sorry. Sweet Leon. <laughs> Sorry. My baby boy. Remember, every every whole round is six seconds. Right. So while this might seem like this is like a long protracted like Errol Flynn fight, this whole combat is over in like probably twelve seconds. So they bust through the window. There's okay. weapons flying, fire flying, stabbing, crying, screaming, and then it's just over. So what happens is ruffians bust through the window, uh, push into the melee, and start going buck wild on Lavinia. Oh, that's mean. I don't like that. What what can I do to that? Nineteen. Well, yeah. 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 That hits. Oops, that's not a great roll. Five damage. Okay. Yeah, and that guy's gonna use his move to step back. Next guy, same thing. There's so many guys. That's a nine. Oh my god. It's gonna miss you, right? Oh yeah, that one misses me. Yay. So that guy is gonna take opportunity attack from drop. Alright. Yep. That's a hit. Yep, roll that roll that damage. 11 damage. 
Damn, you crack him across the face as he tries to retreat. He doesn't die, but <laughs> that he did not love that. Not a huge fan, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seven, that guy misses too. <laughs> so ruffians bust in, all of them bust in and try to go after Lavinia because she tried to kill them and she's wanted. And only one ends up hitting her before Drop just starts fucking wrecking their houses. <laughs> so the ruffians really don't accomplish much. But there's one more, because uh, now allied NPCs and hostile NPCs have gone. And now... Swift Justice. Yes! <laughs> oh, shit. Who I would consider uh, an unknown NPC at this point. No, he's my best friend. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> he revs his chainsaw and just buries it in the uh, shoulder neck region of one of these dudes and cuts diagonally until he is two boys now. <laughs> he's what you call a double boy. It's a good title. And now it's Violet's turn. <laughs> okay. Um. Was I have a, I have, a, I have an important question. Mm-hmm. Was the person who is a Nile Double Boy? Uh, was he the one who was he the one who hit Lavinia, or was that a, a different thug? Whatever you think makes the best story. Okay. The one uh, Violet attacks the one who hit Lavinia. All right. Aww. That that makes uh, Violet angry, and mm-hmm. by angry I mean rage. Yes. She cannot do charge because everyone's too close to her. Violet's actually surrounded. Yeah. Yeah, that would not be fair. So Violet attacks. Let's see. Not. Oh, not good at all. Nope. Oh, that's a miss. Mm -hmm. That's it. If you're in frenzy, you can attack again. Yeah, I only said rage, so no, no. Drop. All right. Um. Damn. I'm going to. Um. I hit so many guys. It's hard to choose. Can you imagine this scene choreographed? Drops just spinning like a dreidel. <laughs> Every, everyone who walks past him, he just punches. I'll attack, I'll attack the guy who's above me. Uh, we'll start with him. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's a hit, barely. Uh-huh. And um, I do 12 damage to him. Lethal or non-lethal? Oh, lethal. <laughs> this is so good. Uh, at this point, I think... <laughs> Drop's gonna kill everyone! What's great is that we're gonna have to get rid of all of these corpses. Oh, hell yes. It's gonna be a pile of corpses. And then uh, the guy standing off to my left with martial arts. Ooh, a miss. My first miss. <laughs> and once again, Jem uh, and Isaac do a tag team. Jem runs up, puts the student in a headlock, and Isaac just walks over and just plunges the fruit knife into his heart. And he twitches, twitches, and then slides off and onto the ground. Cool. Whose turn is after that? It is Elias, who is running after Sildiel. Or you want to use athletics to catch up? I'll attempt to use athletics to catch up, yes. I don't think I'll have a super hard time, but let's just see how, how it do. I got a bad feeling about this sketch. At three, Ooh. I'm probably just stumbling and running into stuff while she's <laughs> somehow outpacing me by a pretty good margin. Yeah, I think you t- what you do is you run too fast <laughs> and you miss a turn. <laughs> you go, like, skidding across a, a rug or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I just want to I just want to say this to the party right here. I want to mm-hmm. like I want to put this out there. I got a bit, really bad feeling about um uh, Silvio running off yeah. with Skitch because we're trying to prevent a murder here <laughs> of like nobility no less and who's the best dressed person in the house? Right? So um I don't know if future players um characters on your turn you want to try and mitigate that but Elias, you hear a, a door to the outside slam. Oh, dumb bitch. <laughs> okay! All right. Well, oh. This is happening. I will check out the door, or 
Elias is a smart cookie. He knows which door is, so he can he can get there. He's just a little behind. Yeah. Uh, Lavinia, your turn. I'm gonna do another dissonant whispers on the guy closest to me. All right. Uh, so I got to wisdom save. Yeah. Damn it, you did. Still, still roll damage. Yeah, you get half. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be f- like four damage. The guy holds onto his head and screams in pain, and then it pops. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, you guys! Lavinia's a murderer. She's just like us. Yes. Oh God, this is so good. And everyone is showered in gore. Yeah. <laughs> you mean more gore than I was before? I, I imagine magic is just hard to control. You can't, like, say, I'm going to non-lethally pop your head. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, so this guy is seeing his friend just literally psychically popped like a scanners. <laughs> drops his half-empty beer bottle and just goes, holy shit! <laughs> I, I give up! I give up! Oh, Oh, now you give up? Yes. Really? Yeah. We, 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 we told you to go. Oh, go. I'm going. This is me going. <laughs> and he tries to climb out the window. I don't know if I let him through. Because <laughs> Violet's in a rage, and I feel like that's not a thing that she would do. And she's against the window. All right. So tell me, if, you, if you're going to make an opportunity attack, you're within your right. Just let me know. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, atta- I'm sorry, but I am I am definitely ta- attacking if if this thing if this guy is running past Violet. All right, so this guy drops his weapon, tries to run past Violet, and you just got him. I critical critical failed, so it doesn't matter. She trips or something. Actually, what happens is he runs because right right now you guys can't uh, listeners can't see the map, but Violet is standing yeah. next to Jem. Uh, the mm-hmm. guy tries to push past them to get to the door. Violet lunges forward, misses, and s- stabs Jem. Oops. Oh, do I roll? Do I roll damage? Uh, she actually actually doesn't seem bothered. She just pushes you off. Violet says, "My bad. I was trying to kill someone else." She says, "That's fine. He didn't even scratch me." Violet is impressed and then has nothing else to do. The ruffian still running away. Uh, Vinny's future wife is pretty swell here. <laughs> I know. So uh, once the guy gives up, I want Drop to take a moment to like uh, suddenly get a very like pained and upset expression on his face. Uh-oh. Um, and he's gonna kind of like wipe the gore off him. He's gonna shake his head, and he's gonna like basically kind of whisper something to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then look around the room and notice that Elias is gone, mm-hmm. and say, "Where'd Elias go?" Violet goes into the middle of the group. Mm-hmm. And she's full of blood, and then does a dog shake to get it more <laughs> on everyone. Else. But it's off her. But it's off her now. So for the record, Violet didn't kill anyone during this fight. Yeah, but she she just, it's surprising. (laughs) At the risk of tipping my hand, I just want to point that out because Violet did promise Alona she would not murder anyone and has so Mm. far, against all odds, upheld that. Okay, first of all... Just be aware I'm keeping track of that. I'm aware, (laughs) but I feel like that's not an accurate representation of the prayer, but okay. Both Leon and Violet can do whatever they want with those facts. I'm just Oh, I am. Okay. Oh, I am. Swift Justice does say to Violet, the assailant is escaping. Shall we pursue? Oh, shit. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Um, I need to bullet time this real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Violet says, get on me. All right. You guys form Justice Voltron. Violet jumps out the window and uses her incredible speed to try to catch up with this Oh, my God. You move, like, three times faster than he could move on his best day. Okay. You guys run him down like a dog and 
Swift cuts his head clean off with the chainsaw. No biggie. That was Swift. Yep. <laughs> He's got such a hard on for justice. You don't understand. <laughs> like it just gets him all horned up. Violet wants to talk to Swift real quick, and then we can go back to the narrative. Violet says, mm-hmm. "Swift Justice, are you my new best friend?" I am not programmed for friendship. <laughs> well, we'll work on that. Programmed for justice. <laughs> Are you guys partners? Would I have noticed Elise leaving the room <laughs> after his mother? That's a good question. Um, you're... My passive wisdom is 13, or passive perception. That's that's good enough. I would say you, you definitely heard people run out of the room, and you put two and two together because you're, you're not an idiot. <laughs> okay, then I am going to, uh, as quickly as I can, uh, uh, sprint after him because uh, Drop's got a bad feeling about this. So, uh, Drop, you're very fast. <laughs> you do catch up to Elias, who is close enough to see CLDL run into the hunting shed and slam the door behind her. And as you guys approach, you hear things being thrown in front of the door as she is barricading it. Um, Drop is going to address Elias and say, uh, your mother remembered the talk that we had about murders, right? <laughs> Wait, which talk are we talking about here? <laughs> that they are trying, that the, the, the non-Drop party has, is trying to hunt down a, a murderer of nobility. The serial killer thing. No, I... I didn't really bring it up yet because I wasn't quite sure how she'd take us doing a stakeout, but now it seems other things are more important for dealing with right now. Uh, I'm going to look to see if there's a way inside this hunting shed other than the door. And I'm going to look around the hunting shed to make sure that it's secured, so that like even if she's in there, that like nothing else is going to get in there, you know? There's a window. It just looks like a normal ass window without any security measures or precautions. You can see, you can look through it, and you can see her on the other side. Even if I like acrobatics on top of the roof and be like, "Okay, there's no skylight." Oh, sure. If you want to do that, I hadn't thought. Yeah, I do want to do that. Every chance I get to use my acrobatics. I love it. (laughs) All right. Oh, majestic. (laughs) Twenty-four. Yep. Yeah. Drop runs up the wall. wire foo style and you're up on there and it's just a corrugated like metal roof it's nothing special all right uh there doesn't appear to be any uh ingress okay then i'm gonna perch on the roof and uh just make sure that like nothing else comes near this shed all right so you've got it locked down locking it down i'm gonna whisper to elias then i'll stay up here and watch for murder Elise is going to go over to the the window and and just tap on it. What about to the wall? Is that a is that a music joke? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> Sorry. I like it. I just don't think it, I, I don't think our it. audience is like super into like <laughs> mid two thousands hip hop. Elias <laughs> <laughs> um, knocks on the window and Sildiel yells, "Go away! I- I'm not leaving you, mother." I know, you're leaving me with a man wearing Corellan's coat who kills people. That's a complicated situation, Mother, but... It seems pretty simple. There's a murderer wearing our god's coat on the roof. (laughs) Murderer on the roof, Elias. (laughs) It it was a gift. How many people did you and your friends kill before you came to this plane? Zero. How many have you and your friends killed since you got here? A lot. I saw it. This plane sucks. I'm not coming out until we're leaving. Go get your dad's book. I don't have the book, and I don't know where it is specifically. All right? No, it's not all right. 
Does it seem all right? No, I'm. I'm you're grounded as hell. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much good it's going to do out here when we're not even home, and we don't even know if we're going to be able to get home, Mother. I don't know if you can go home now. You just killed someone. You shoot fire, Elias. Yes, Mother. The Archmages are going to want a hearing at the very least. Prison at the worst. Did you think about that before you went on your little adventure? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> and now you've t torn this family apart for what? A bunch of animal people? I, 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 let's be honest here. I, I, I know... They One of them's a lunchbox! One of your friends is a lunchbox, Elias! He, that is <laughs> not... That is not a friend, okay? That is a that is a security entity that I have deep suspicions is going to be more of a threat than an ally as soon as, well, the current threat is gone. Ugh. And then there's the murderer that's running around town. Uh, listen, I, I'm willing to concede a number of things here, but for the time being, for your, your safety, Mother, I need you to get out of this shed so we can stay together because there is something that might be coming after all of us you included and i i couldn't li i couldn't live with myself uh any more than i currently can if anything were to happen to you mother this shed has to be safer than that house there's a thousand doors and i have a murder man on my roof so that's something and apparently the lunchbox isn't safe i sold father's book mother that's what's hap that's what happened. Well, I hope you got something nice. <laughs> I, I I got a ticket that got me onto a ship that was assaulted by pirates, which then led me to the various other things I had outlined in my letters back home. So all in all, I was probably ripped off to say the least. Okay, so we haven't really talked about this book much. This is Austin right now, obviously. Yeah. Just for the record, um, the book is called Wheels Within Wheels. You assumed it was a political metaphor about, like, governance, but now it's pretty clear to you that that's mm -hmm. the planes, inner and outer. Yes. Uh, was what the reference to, and that it was really a, a book in celestial code written within uh, Sylvan boring stuff to disguise it. So that's it's a smallish book. We discussed it back in episode 11 in case anyone wants to go back and right. refresh. And if anyone wants to try to assert that Elias shouldn't have sold that book, uh, that was not going to happen because we established in episode one that in order to get the ticket in the first place, you had to let up some book. Mm -hmm. So Skitch has been a wonderful role player. So, Mother, I, I know I don't deserve your trust at this moment, but I need you to trust me for the time being until we are in a better position than we are right now. She doesn't answer. Let's cut back inside. Violet, Lavinia, who has just committed her first murder, how are you feeling? Uh, Vinny crumples to the ground. Mm-hmm. And is saying, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Jem rushes over, and she thinks you're injured, and she immediately starts checking to see where you're hurt and if she can help. And you are covered in gore, so <laughs> that's not an unreasonable thing to think, but she eventually discovers that it is not your gore. And is somewhat relieved. Just a panic attack. No big. No big. Violet and Swift yeah. return from their j mission of justice. They're now in the room. Uh, Judy yeah. climbs out from behind the couch and uh, goes to make sure Isaac's okay. They're still tipsy, but they seem, like, relatively okay. I, I just want to uh, say something, like, 
there is a narrative reason for why Violet uh, likes Swift Justice so much, and not mm-hmm. just because I, Leon, enjoy robots. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's because Violet has done some like questionable things for, that, for the first time, and she's very conflicted. Whereas she finds Swift's uh, confidence about what it needs to do all the time very reassuring. Uh, so she just kind of like stumbles into the uh, into the room. She's still, I guess, technically in a rage, but she's trying to hide it a little, and she lets Swift off her for. I think Violet's character arc is pretty interesting because she was always talking about unicorn law and the unicorn way, mm-hmm. but she's like clearly having trouble sticking to it. And like we've talked about her mental deterioration and her cracked mm-hmm. horn and stuff. There's a lot going on. Like it's clearly a com- like a comic relief character, but it's not it's not one <laughs> note. I like it. Yeah. My previous my previous character was also supposed to be funny, and yet there was some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you guys are you guys are in this uh, sepulcher. <laughs> there are bodies everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, we're all Carrie right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, Violet says, we should probably board up that window. I don't know if you have help or something or who does that in this place. Um, I don't have hands, so that's not an option. <laughs> so I'm going to go find something to eat because that will calm my nerves. Uh, mm-hmm. Violet out. And then she goes into the kitchen. Well, what? first of all, what are you guys going to do with the bodies? Violet's not here, so you guys are gonna have to figure out what with what's happening. Vinny is like basically useless right now. <laughs> I think Jem's actually just gonna scoop Vinny up and just walk away with her. Oh. Isaac and Judy and Swift Justice are left in the room, apparently to talk about what to do about the bodies and windows, but the player characters aren't interested in that, so that's fine. So in the meantime, let's follow Violet to the kitchen. Is there anything you're looking for in particular? Or you're just gonna eat food for like comedic effect? <laughs> Um, d- well, she looks around basically for meat. She wants meat. As as previously indicated. Oh my god. Despite the fact that she is a horse. Uh-huh. She wants, she does want meat. Not horse disease. Perception check to smell out some meat. <laughs> sure. All right. Let's, we can do something fun. Um, after all of that. <laughs> something lighthearted. Ten. Uh, yeah, you find some. Questionable meat. Uncooked meat. Okay, Violet eats the uncooked meat. Also not a good idea. Never is a good idea, whatever she eats. It's the second uncooked meat she's eaten today. Constitution check? Sure. Of course. Always. To not horse vomit? (laughs) Eight, which is not great. (laughs) Yeah, Violet feels a little queasy. Okay. She eats that and she's like, mmm, tummy sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. She kind of lays down and just kind of like wants to wait it, wait it out. She doesn't have anything else, anything pressing she wants to do right now besides that. All right. So Violet lays down in the kitchen. Jem brings Lavinia to what you take to be her room or a converted guest room. She puts you down in the bed and uh, goes to get some medical supplies because you were struck across the face with a two by four. So you're probably scratched up. Yeah. But so you're going to get full health. Oh, I'm so small. You're so small. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, but while Jem's gone, you look around her room, and I think you get to start to get a better sense of her personality. Uh, you you get the mm-hmm. you've gotten the impression so far she's kind of like the jock of the group because she's a half orc, so everyone just assumes like that's her deal. But now you see like her room is filled with posters for like music and nerdier interests, including a poster for you <laughs> on her wall. They have posters. Yeah, medieval posters. <laughs> it's a thing. Okay. Tapestries. Okay. <laughs> Tasteful medieval tapestries. <laughs> but you get the sense that she might be like kind of a closet nerd that it, because of the Aww. friend friend group she was born into since her mother was on the Mykonos Council, she kind of just socially adapted to fulfill a certain role. 
And then she comes back with bandages and she cleans you up. Thank you. I don't know what happened. It's never worked like that before. Which which one? When you tried to control them or blow them up? Or the blowing up that worked? Because there's a lot of blowing up you tried. I mean to. No, no. It's it's actually kind of relieving because I, I always thought of you as kind of like so pure. Oh, I am supposed to be. <laughs> everybody, look. Everybody has those kind of urges. I understand. It's hard. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to get rough with people. I just wanted to protect everybody. And you did. You protected him all over the room. <laughs> <laughs> she holds you, and she seems a little confused because she thinks you did a good thing. I just, I'm just going to hug her back. People always look at me weird. Because of my dad, and they think that I'm just going to flip out and rip their heads off in a berserker rage. And I, I know that's not me, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Like, <laughs> I understand. I've been there. Nobody's perfect. I don't think Alona would like it very much. I mean, you get to choose your god. Like, if she's not good for you, pick another one. <laughs> no, she, she brought me back to life. I owe her everything. I mean, that's nice. Orcs don't get to pick their god. It's kind of in the blood. He is in all of us, and so I, I don't, never thought about it like that. I, we don't really get that choice. So if I could pick a different god, I would. But uh, maybe you got to think about what's best for you. Mm. Okay. Can we go back to the living room? I have to make sure everyone's okay. Violet's not good at stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, she seems still concerned. She doesn't quite understand every, everything you guys just talked about, but she helps you up and she takes you back out to the living room where Isaac and Judy are just standing in front of the window and bodies like, so is this going to clean itself up? Do we need to hire help? <laughs> when you come into the room doing that, <laughs> Isaac says, Hey, are you guys like a bodyguard, like body disposal unit service? Is that, <laughs> is that like all in one? Do you got, we have shovels in the shed? No, I can't do that. Okay, that's oof, we got to figure out what we're gonna do here. Uh, let's cut back to Elias and drop. <laughs> Sildiel has said her piece, and she is now basically pouting in the corner of the shed. Drop your standing watch. Anything you guys want to talk about or do? Break the window and grab her. Uh, I, Elias is basically just sort of standing right by the shed and just sort of like worried about things. The floor takes a a soft breath and um uh uses uh fade jump to go into the shed. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget you have that thing. It's so good. Sildiel mm-hmm. seems startled and like stands up because I think she was like slumped against the wall, but she like reflexively is on guard when you do that. It's okay, mother. It's just me. Is it, though? The Elias I knew didn't just burn people alive. First and foremost, I was trying to intimidate him away, not burn him alive. Your friends intimidated them real good. <sighs> and secondly, there's been, as you can tell, hopefully from the letters, uh, a lot of things that have happened here that have forced me to make decisions I have not liked to have made. But my worry was it was either choose one option that was undesirable or die and and as soon and as soon as i arrived here 
it was immediate. I was being beset by muggers and these strange creatures with no respect for really fine arts or culture were around me. And I was realizing just how far away from home I was. And then it turns out the world is flooding. And, and I was sitting here thinking, you know, I have no way of getting back home that I know of. And if I don't do anything, I'm going to be stuck on this island with a rather nice forest, admittedly, and just drown. And I, I refuse to die at that moment. And it was a bad decision, I admit, to sell Father's book for a ticket onto a ship for an organization that is very likely conspiring to bilk everyone in this region of their money in efforts to run a operation to provide false hope. But at the time, I didn't know what I know now about what's been going on around here. As for the magic, well, there, one, there was people who were willing to teach me. And secondly, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to protect the friends I had made thus far or be able to help the people that are, well, without help around this region. And I felt that if I became stronger and more powerful in some way, maybe there was a way I could not only save myself, but maybe save others who clearly needed it. And I, I'm still not sure if I've been making the right choices. I probably haven't, but I had to do something. And now, now that you're here, I'm even more worried than ever about getting home and being back with father and maybe just doing whatever I can to go back to how things were before I left. I just don't know what I'm, what I'm to do right now. I hate to reduce that beautiful monologue to <laughs> such coarse game mechanics, but do you want to roll sure. Persuasion to see if she's moved? Sure. Hopefully uh, the performance itself will... Uh... It's pretty good. Maybe with the advantage of a mother's love. Advantage? Yep, you're going to need it. That was a three. Yeah. That's a 19. Oh, yeah. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> I would have contended that the rules for advantage should also consider things like role-playing as something. Yeah, that that's how the do the Ronaldo thing even happened. That is true. <laughs> I, 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 I'm very aware of how do the Ronaldo began. I, I have it. <laughs> I have it. I have the instructional cassette, actually. <laughs> no, wait, wait. It's on eight track. What am I saying? Oh my god. So Elias rolled a three and then a nineteen. So first, Sildiel has a look on her face, like she isn't sure, but then she warms up a little bit and she says, "I just, I'm scared and I'm worried and I don't know what's going on." And and then she leans in and just says in a more hushed tone. I fucking hate this place. <laughs> All understandable things to say, Mother. But unfortunately, for the time being, we're stuck with what we have, and we have to make the best of it. She says, I I guess so. If you want me to get, come out of this shed, though, I'm going to need something from you. What? What is it? <laughs> she reaches over your back and grabs one of your swords by the handles and pulls it out. Aw, shit. Which one is it? The rapier or the scimitar? All right, she takes the rapier. Elias blinks and it's like, wait, oh, that is, well, very well. Did Sketch or Elias forget that all the Ladrin are trained in swords? Oh, no, 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 it's not that. Okay. 
So, um, very well. I su- it's only fair for you to be able to defend yourself, Mother. She says, I'm not helpless. I'm not saying you are. Don't let any of your friends think that. Actually, it might be beneficial for them to think you are helpless, because that way you can use that information to your advantage. <laughs> so, I guess she dismantles her door blockade and leaves the shed and goes back inside with you guys. But I think in the meantime, Isaac, Judy, Jem, maybe Lavinia, if she wants to join in, have started moving the bodies outside because they don't want them. They're bleeding all over the decor. Drop doesn't go in quite yet. All right. As they walk inside, he says, I'll, I'll be in in a minute and stays on the roof. None of, the, none of these characters have any idea what to do with the bodies. So they just pile them in the yard. Vinny does help, but she's like crying uncontrollably. Yeah. At the same time. And then since none of them have any carpentry skill, they push a wardrobe in front of the lounge window. And I think they're done with the lounge for now. I think that room is persona non grata. And they move things to the library, which is also the card room. We should get Violet. Yeah, Violet's laying on the floor. Do you do anything or do you wait for them to come to you, Violet? Uh, If if I hear a, a commotion, then I'd like to get up and just follow it so if if violet you know hears something and then everyone is going into the library then she just goes to and she walks in and says i eated a lot of meat <laughs> and then and then and then just sort of like drapes herself against is there a couch in there there is now there is now that's what she does then and she goes ah oh. she sort of like stretches out and gets like gets it a little dirty isaac says wait is that horse talking yes did you just notice I, look, a lot of things, a lot of stuff's been happening, bro. Why are you? T- what is happening? I am a unicorn. No, you're not. That's <laughs> that's stupid. Check the horn, mofo. It's literally on my head. What do you think this is? I mean, I know I put arrows on it. It looks like arrows tied to paper mache. All right. Well, and then Violet, you know, like offended that her her unicornness is being like impugned, like whooshes it off, and like. Like in that librarian who takes her bun out and whips her hair around and something like she's hot. <laughs> that's exactly that motion that Violet does. See, I was thinking it's like when cats try to get like Halloween costumes off with their little paws, <laughs> but like with yeah. hooves. That, that's basically there is what Violet thinks she's doing and what Violet actually is doing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to say that that is totally what happened and it is by far the sexiest Violet moment thus far. <laughs> that, that only makes that only gives credence to my position. Can I roll for charisma? Yes. Good luck. Okay. Well, I get I get negative two to performance that. or just charisma. <laughs> What's your charisma again? I got a seven. <laughs> <laughs> you wreck up the paper mache. Cool. Is it though? No, but look, that's what she does. Okay, so that is what happened. <laughs> Poor Leon. Judy turns to Isaac and says, "Did you not know that these are the guys on the poster?" Wait, did you know the whole time? <laughs> You're a horse, an elf, a human, and a woman with leaf hair. We're not stupid. Well, I'm not stupid. <laughs> That's fair. Violet says, I'm not stupid too. Is everyone together right now? If you want to be. I think Drop said he wanted to stay behind for a bit, but if anybody wants to be there, everyone can be there. Uh, it's like, I appreciate your cooperation despite what you know. Judy says, I don't really care what you guys have with glitter gold isaac doesn't talk to his dad and we have a more pressing situation so that's true and besides it meant it was more it was more fun to play cards that way (laughs) without having to worry about potentially being turned in 
Yeah, you're you're cut off. You're too good at that. <laughs> you're not allowed to play anymore. Oh come on, we I we won't bet anything anymore. Uh, drop, what's up? Drop's not looking too happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um he's just sort of perched on top of the um the little hunting shed, kind of like cleaning cleaning the blood off his staff and knuckles and feet and things like that, and uh, it's looking pretty wistful and sad. You've painted a word picture. Drop really went uh, the extra mile to kill dudes <laughs> in that fight. Yep, and you had to do all wearing a Corella item as well. That's like, oh shit, that's right. Yeah, I saw some people asking how uh, Elias and Sildiel would react to that. I don't, I can't speak for Elias, but Sildiel uh, went from interested to pretty mortified. Yes. She was like, oh, is that really? Is that the? Is that what that is? That's. And then it was like, we need to get that off of him. <laughs> that is not okay. Is Swift Justice with us? Yeah, it's in the corner. Uh, it's like calculating what to do with the bodies. Okay. It doesn't seem that there's a statute covering that since it seems to be like families usually make arrangements. <laughs> All right, uh, Violet says, Swift Justice, how do I reprogram you? That's a that's an odd word for you to court to know. I am not aware of my own programming parameters. That would allow me to program myself, defeating the purpose of programming. Oh. Who programmed you? After I was reassigned, the police department programmed me to fight for justice. Okay, I'm going to try to figure out how to program you to be my friend, because I feel like that would be better for you, because, like, empathy will help you to be a better law enforcement officer, and you care about law. If you say so, deputy. I do. And that's all I want to say. Guys, where's Drop? You know that you know that sound that way that like when a dog suddenly hears something and just like whooshes off off yeah. like yeah that is what Violet does when she realizes that Drop is not here, um and she says where's Drop? He was outside. I thought he was following us back inside, but I guess he stayed behind at the shed. Jem, can we go? Can we go tell him to come inside? Sure. Do you want me to? You want to come with? I want you to come with me. <laughs> Jem walks you outside. We're holding hands. <laughs> yep. These voices are great. Drop! 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 What are you doing up there? Just, um, uh, cleaning off. Oh, yeah. You should come inside with us where it's safe. I'll be in in a minute. Okay. I'm really worried about you, you know. I'll be fine. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Go inside. Okay. If you say so. Minnie's going to turn back around. All right. Jem walks you back inside, and as you're walking, she says, you know what I think would cheer everyone up? What? How about a song? Oh, I don't know if I feel up to a song right now. Oh. (laughs) But do you want a song? I do want a song. Okay. I'll sing you a song about my best frog. (laughs) There's a frog man waiting on the boat. We have to go and meet him when we can make it float. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> I don't know what any of that meant, but I like the way it sounded. That's that's most of my music, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has a really abstract, like high high concept vibe. I dig it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Mm -hmm. All right, so everyone's back in the library. Uh, Everyone's, 
I think, understandably, super weirded and bummed out. It's, I would say, about, like, four or five in the afternoon. After- Austin, Drop, Drop's gonna take one last scan of the grounds and see if there looks, like, if there's anything suspicious. Mm-hmm. Perception check? Yeah, not much. Five. Nah, you don't see anything. You hear the sounds of the city. It sounds like a city that is experiencing an apocalypse, <laughs> which it is. So oh. that doesn't come as a surprise. Then I'm going to return inside, making sure that the door is secured behind me. Mm-hmm. It is. So drop you return. Everybody's in here. Everyone's awkward. Everything's weird. Mm-hmm. This is a heavy episode, guys. <laughs> and yet I can't stop laughing. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> um, drop. Yeah. What did what did you mean when you said my dad threw you off the boat? Did he really? It doesn't sound like something he'd do, but I don't think you're lying. He threw me off the boat. Why would he do that? I think he was worried. Oh, no, no, yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. I don't, I don't think he actually meant it. I don't know why he wouldn't have said something to us when we went back for you. We'll deal with it later. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Isaac yells, Hey bro, are those bagpipes just for show or what? <laughs> no, Isaac! Isaac, no! Isaac, no, you don't want that! Pipe them up! Pipe them up! Drop takes out the bagpipes and, uh, and says, <clears throat> This is a song I used to play at dinner back when I was training in the monastery. It's called... Your own personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. No, <laughs> that's not <laughs> what I expected. Oh my god! Oh, like to the camera, Aaliyah just sort of says, "I think this is more of an affront to Coralon than the murders." To be fully honest, <laughs> Aaliyah looks into the camera like he's in the office. If if Drop actually does start playing, Violet is going to dance. Yeah, performance from both of you. Okay. Hell yeah. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny's gonna subtly cover Jem's ears. Four. <laughs> All right. Job gets a two. I get a four. So it's like the worst sound and the worst dance. <laughs> How is it possible that two creatures could be as bad at that as you are? <laughs> Do I hurt anyone? Like <laughs> you both hurt everyone. Yep. Job plays so badly, a glass shatters. Violet kicks over a card table, and everyone at first is like, come on, what the fuck, guys? And then they just start laughing, because it's so. It, this whole thing is so stupid. <laughs> everyone can't help but laugh, and it's actually a really good moment. Great. Of catharsis for a room full of murderers. <laughs> at this point, there's like a freeze frame, and then the credits start rolling, and then someone recognizes, oh wait, the episode's not done yet. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so you guys all laugh and you feel a little freer, a little more hopeful. Like, look at Drop, and then after his performance is done, it's like, so you said earlier you got that code as a a gift? Yeah. That seems like a very confusing thing for to give to you. I mean, you're you have nothing to do with Corlon or his his ways or his means or the such. It just seems I wouldn't say antithetical, but it just seems very odd for it to end up in your hands like that okay so let me put it this way there was a teddy bear uh-huh a fang there was an arrow i didn't know how to use any of those things anybody can wear a coat <laughs> so it was kind of like i guess the coat will work point of order violet cannot wear a coat 
<laughs> That's true. You could drape it across your back stylishly. Okay, so I could wear a coat. <laughs> it seemed reasonable. Look, I need some help to try to bring some order back to all of this. Uh, I can sympathize with that sentiment. We've all been on the wrong track, I think. <laughs> and, I don't know, maybe this'll help? Jem elbows Lavinia and says, we should get you a coat. I like coats. Violet says to Drop, you should have taken the teddy bear. That would have provided interesting narrative possibilities. <laughs> or ended them? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess the I guess the next point would be, we're just sitting here almost as if we're trapped at the whims of this serial murderer in this town. And our modest efforts have been compromised by the earlier scuffle. Is this the most secure room? As a as an answer, can everyone make perception checks? God damn it. Twenty. Six. Ten. And I rolled a negative one. I botched. <laughs> you your eyes. Do go I like dark. hit myself in the head and like get a headache? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you poke yourself in the eye. <laughs> I can see God, man. <laughs> uh drop got a twenty and Lavinia got a one. So, Drop, you hear a sound in the front yard, and Lavinia, you hear a sound in the backyard. I heard a sound in the front yard. I heard a sound in the backyard, but I also, like, punched myself in the face, so I don't know how reliable I am. <laughs> mm, that's metagaming. You're both equally certain of what you heard. Damn it. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm actually going to say, and this is, this is like, I feel um, backed up narratively, that Violet would trust uh, Drop. Yeah, I feel like nobody would trust Vinny's perception. Except for, except for Jem. Except for Jem. Violet would follow Drop into hell. <laughs> yeah. uh, and right. Lavinia is like only mildly appreciated by anyone besides her girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jem says, you want to go check it out, Vinny? Do you think it's safe? I think it'll be safe with me. I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty strong. I know, but I, I don't... Uh-huh. Come on, let's go check it. Okay. Let's check it before they wreck it. <laughs> Okay, if you say so. All right, so you guys walk into the back of the house, crack the back door. It's starting to get dark. It's dusky. Yeah, so when you guys look out, you see like the setting sun. It's beautiful over the the lush, opulent greens of the manor grounds. Come on, do it in the Baldur's Gate voice. (laughs) (laughs) The long fingers of dusk reach their way across the (laughs) The long fingers of dusk. There we go. The fact that you didn't make a character who sounds like that is the biggest disappointment of the season so far. That is true. <laughs> there's always there's always next season, right? That's true. But the rest of you guys, I guess, go to the window uh, to look out into the front yard. I want to check that shit. Let's peep on it. Yeah, nobody else sees anything but drop with your eagle eyes. You make off in the distance uh, some lights that appear to be moving towards the manor. They're coming this way. They like torches? Are we being like Beauty and the Beasted right now? Yeah. Oh, shit. I probably should have been more subtle. Yeah, you let one guy get away. He ran away. No, he got murdered. Nope, at the end of the last episode. Oh, right. Oh. Lavinia crushed her intimidation check, uh, and he ran off. Oh, shit. And he defo defo got away. I forgot about that completely. Oh, gosh, I ruined everything. Uh, As you guys look out the window, you see he's brought about 60 friends. Shit. And they are not armed with improvised weapons. They have torches... And real weapons. Swords, axes, spears, bows, shields. I think they might have just went to the weapons store. <laughs> because it's the apocalypse 
What else is there to do? Um, play Parcheesi. Oh my god, who else? I didn't Parcheesi though. Uh, they challenge you to a Parcheesi tournament. It's time to duel. Duel. So drop drop turns around from the window and says, "I don't I don't think I can kill that many guys." Violet says, "Swift justice bite." He says, "A gathering of that size is illegal." Oh God. Jem and Lavinia return. <laughs> to the room, having found nothing in the backyard, they're like, Jem's like, uh, the coast is clear. It looks good. Does anybody feel like a walk in the backyard? Why? What's happening? Company. Uh, the backyard, uh, leads to the sea. That <laughs> <laughs> They're on the water, the covered dock is, uh, mm. kind of an important plot point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's nothing, there's nothing in the covered dock? The covered dock isn't, like... No, it's empty, right now. I don't know. Uh, so everyone looks at each other and says, what are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone says that. Run. We should run. Let's leave. We could leave. Right. We don't have roots here. (laughs) Swim through the ocean or into the crowd. We can't. All right. All right. So there's two options. One is we fight a battle we can't win. And the other is we try to run and we might survive. Or, Jem says, there is a third option. Ooh. What's that, Jem? Is it dig a hole? No. She just turns and walks out of the room. You guys hear the front door open, close, and you see, if you're looking through the window, her just walking across the front yard to meet the mob alone. Oh my god, what is she doing? Violet says, don't! (laughs) I trust her, guys. We should let her do her thing. I trust her. I sort of feel like she shouldn't be out there by herself. Drop is going to haul ass after her. Violet always follows Drop. That's what she does. So, so that's happening, apparently. All right. Lavinia says he, she trusts her, and she stays looking through the window. Drop and Violet run across the yard to try to stop her. And as you guys run across the yard, uh, just a couple... Just a dude and a unicorn. Just a, just in a dude and a unicorn on the other side of a lawn from a half-orc facing down a mob of about 60 armed people. You see in front of you... Yep. Gem begin to change. Her body begins rearranging itself, stretching, growing, bones popping out of sockets, face elongating, two enormous wings sprouting from her back, a tail falls out and stretches out behind her. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give her some space to do this. <laughs> into, <laughs> did it, did out. into a sharp scorpion point, and you see before you what is apparently a werewyvern. What the fuck? I set my sail, fly the wind, it will take me back to my home, sweet home. Lie on my back, clouds are making way for me, I'm coming home, sweet. I'd 
Pod Remix for our theme music, which includes Tears and Rain, an arrangement of Seattle from Deus Ex Invisible War, Dream Eater Mix, an arrangement of Lavender Town's theme from Pokemon, and Ah Kid Pella, an arrangement of Setting Sail Coming Home from Bastion. Executive producers for Dice Funk for the month of November 2016 are Joseph Timbrello, Extellaris, Jade, Kirsten Haslinger, The Cult of Gorfanax, Alison Ansel, Tarka, Luke Powers, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Irving Royale, David Page, Mirren Bati, Melanie Joe, Lana Seawolf, Toby Gleason Stack, Ruby Offer, Matthew Weber, Emmanuel Garcia, Sarah Hanley, Zenith Will Rule, Melissa Booker, Cameron Abbas, Ariel Badger Release, Dylan, Gary Sayon, Exley, Anna Stuhlfarer, Dash on the Rage Monster, Giorgio Renna, Harrison Andrew, Christopher Charlo, Jorit, Vigor Arnston, Cody Jackson, King Waza, August Drew, Athos, Ingmar Gremmen, and Paul Mullen. You can help support the show directly by finding me at patreon.com slash austinyorski, and you can support Leon by finding him at patreon.com slash renegadecut. You can also help us out by rating, commenting, liking, or subscribing to us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, or wherever else you found the show. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. We really appreciate your enthusiasm and support, and we literally could not do this without you.